Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Pat McDonald, host of the Red Bull Rant, co-host, I should say. Sorry to both Truman and uh, Jay. Uh, I'm here representing Asbury Park FC, and I am going to listen to the first episode of Red Bull Rant that was posted seven years ago and give my live reaction. Here we go. Okay, so we open with uh, Bouncing Souls, like that, kind of like that more than our new song. Here we go. Audio quality. We've improved. Hey, how you doing? Mm. This is the very first episode of our brand new podcast. We're going to be coming to you uh, once a week. Once the season gets on the I forget what we were recording on back then, but it was awful. Awful. Of, uh, matches played. Look forward to upcoming matches. <sighs> I think we used... Oh, what did we use? We used... Um... Yeah, that's, that's what I happened to look, be looking for. So Damn it. What was the name of that program? <laughs> Oh, I still have an annoying laugh. Cool. Yeah, same laugh. He'll be one of you, the listeners, that will be able to contribute to the rant of the week. This, since this is we used audio something to record. And we communicated uh, through... The Reem to Bolton rumors have become more substantiated in the... Jay sounds like a child back uh, right then. Offer, I just want to say, Jay has improved. He sounds more like a man now. Uh... I think I sound the same. Just as annoying. Besides money is uh, Reem's work permit. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about UK law to know what the, what the work permit qualifications are. And if oh, oh, geez. I think we're talking about Luke Rogers, huh? Uh, you know, it, it's it's a good move for Reem. Uh, obviously, you know, he's oh, Reem. Talking about the Reem transfer to, to uh, Bolton. And, you know, by going to the English Premier League, he's going to get a huge pay bump. Uh, now, of course, for the Red Bulls, I, I don't know if it's the best deal. Uh, you know, he he really he struggled last year, but that's you know that was pretty much when he was right next. He was lined up next to Marquez, who was poison, and uh, you know he uh, already got a Marquez diss right there. Come on, late in the season, I think he really could have been a stalwart in the back of that defense for at least another year. You know, again, but you know, great move for him, great move for his future for their men's team. He's going to start testing himself against better competition. I predicted he was going to be a men's team staple. Didn't really happen. Yeah, I, I always thought that the one thing he needed in New York, and now, uh, just so you listeners know, this year, past year is my very first year following the leagues, so forgive me if I sound like ignorant at times. I don't mean to. <laughs> but the one thing I noticed about Reem was that he played... That's right, Jay used to... Audacity, that was the name of the program. Jay used to cut these things together in post, and so funny how he cut in my weird, awkward laugh. I uh, don't know if it was the injury or if he just stopped playing like people thought he did, but he just stopped becoming that physical force that the back line needed. And once Bach made the move of putting uh, Stephen Kiel back there, oh, things man. just started to click. And Hans Bach, Stephen Kiel, so many blasts from the past. Hopefully he'll be able to keep that play up if he does go over to uh, Stephen Kiel, who's been on the show. Uh, Hans Bach, who the hell knows where he is now. Keep putting the back there that matches well with his finesse style and keeps him going next year. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Either way, I mean, it looks like I'll be watching a few more Bolton games uh, as the season goes on. <laughs> I claim to have watched some Bolton soccer. Yeah, I don't so think I watched any theme, Bolton soccer. We also have a pair of signings that were made in the past month. Uh, the first is Holgerson, who is 26 years old, six foot three, a defenseman. We're talking, we're dropping Marcus Holgerson talk here. Uh, 169 appearances, 11 goals, and he's actually been called up for Sweden's two uh, friendlies matches at the end of this month. The other addition made recently was uh, Barajo. He's an American-born player, played for George Mason, then uh, USL side uh, Real Maryland, and then went on to Norway's second division, where he actually helped his team. Barajo. Don't want to butcher his name, but I probably will. <laughs> oh, Jay's going to butcher your name already. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Jay started bushing your names the first episode. That is great. There and actually helped them get promoted to the division in Norway. So he'll be coming back over playing in Red Bull Arena next year. Barajo, I don't even remember who the hell that was. Let's say assuming Reem does go over to Bolton. How do you think the back line is going to shape up? Do you think Marquez is going to go back there? Oh boy, here comes my prediction for the 2012 season back line. I think it's highly likely that uh, Marquez is going to remain in the defensive midfield. However, if Reem does go overseas, uh, I think that really enables the Red Bulls to slide Marquez back into that defensive role because, you know, now you have Holgerson who's being brought in. I mean, Eric Soler has even said he's being brought in because he's a big physical back. With that physical presence alongside Marquez, Marquez can... Okay, I was 29 back then. I I do sound a little young. Ah, the 20th. So it was so long ago, man. Now I'm 30, seven, almost. He'll provide a cover for Young Gunner Soli, and uh, you know that could even allow. Soli My God, the names being dropped: Young Gunner Soli, Marcus Holgerson, Eric Solaire. In his, uh, in his being a left midfielder, uh, or not left left back. I'm sorry. Um, that being said, uh, Solaire also came in today and said that should Reem go overseas, he has. This is back. The funny thing is, this first episode. We were totally in the vein of trying to be a serious show. So it's very funny hearing Jay and I be very um, straightforward with what are our points and opinions. Uh, I believe it was Truman was on the show by this point, and our first guest was Kevin. Uh, I'm going to screw your name up, Kevin. Dawson? Is that your last name? I'm so, 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 so sorry if I got your name wrong. And you came on the show drunk. And as soon as that happened, we knew that was the direction the show was going to be. That's how we are going to differentiate ourselves from Red Bull Rant. Um, uh, Red Bull Rant. I'm sorry. Seeing Red. Uh, Seeing Red, obviously, very serious, very um, informative show. No question. Uh, we, lo- we actually all love the show. Um, but... Once Kevin Dotson came on the show and <laughs> like took it in the, the direction of ridiculous, that's how we knew that was the direction where the way it was going. I, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, what Solaire and Bach are thinking, keeping this guy on the team. Maybe it's just stubbornness. Maybe it's just like, oh, we don't want to admit we're wrong. I have no idea. But it, it's just, you know, it's... And fingers crossed. I mean, there's a lot of things they've said. So the Marquez doubt is heavy in the preseason 2012, for sure. There's a lot of things they said they wouldn't do, and they went and did anyway. So, 
you know, it's possible. It's, it's it's still possible, but you know, we'll see what happens. We rambled so much in this episode, we, and as the tweet said, Jay, we cut about an hour from the show. Especially that interview he gave with, I guess it was Mark Fisher and Dave Martinez. It was one of the senior rep guys. I think it was Dave. Yeah, Dave Martinez. Oh, Dave Martinez job. What's up, Dave? The locker room after one of the home losses or draws. I can't remember which match, but where he basically threw Tim Ream under the bus and called Ream sophomoric and basically. Just oh, we're talking about the infamous infantile. Uh, I don't think he infantile uh, episode that. Dax McCarty actually went on a show and claimed that, I mean, he had to. He was, you know, the chief teammate. He had to be a good teammate and claimed that uh, Marquez was um, misquoted. And I remember I talked to Dave privately and said, hey, by the way, Dax just threw your interview out. And he was like, that's some bullshit. I have the audio. So Dave, hoping you don't mind that I just shared that little tidbit. He played a little better, but, then, you know, just the headbutt was the last straw. I mean, it's, it's not like it was one thing. It was many things, so... We'll, we'll see what happens. All right, so, uh, uh, the headbutt. So I think uh, that was the uh, uh, L.A. playoff game, right? Uh, being transferred out of New York. I don't think there's been a specific team except for maybe Liverpool. I forget that's who he was training with. Yeah, Liverpool. And then I think he also trained with uh, Stuttgart. I don't know how to say that. The German team. He, he trained there, and then he trained a little bit with Liverpool. Okay, My God, our audio quality was ass there, back then. Uh, looking to give him, looking to get him for their. I guess end of season run, and I don't don't think there's any uh, solid offers made, or at least solid offers that have been reported to the media. But in addition to Agadell, we also have, as announced of uh, today, January 12th, uh, Kenny Cooper of the Portland Timbers is now a New York Red Bull. Kenny Cooper. For the MLS, uh, we have the MLS Kenny Cooper announcement on the show. One phenomenal season with the Red Bulls, and missed a penalty kick. Against DC at the end of this season. Yeah. A game that was delayed because of snow. Post Sandy. Which, if you recall, and I'm sure you don't, but the episode we recorded before Hurricane Sandy, we had Zach Washington as a uh, guest, and we all made fun of the impending hurricane. We're like, oh yeah, hurricane, whatever. This is New Jersey. We deal with hurricanes all the time. And, oh, man, did we not know what we were calling up and what the disaster it would cause. Baca did say uh, in the last season that they were looking to, trans, uh, to um, transition Agadella to becoming a right, right winger, right midfielder, uh, because that's where he apparently succeeded rather well on the youth team. Uh, that's possibly still in the cards. I mean, Eric's talking about a winger, Juan Agudelo. Man, the because pe- 2012, it's crazy to think of how highly sought off this guy was, and well, not terrible. Clearly, never ever uh, reached his potential. It's a shame. Goes back on his word. So, I mean, unless he's going to play a picture, uh, play in uh, the. Right midfield uh, slot. I, I don't see how they keep him. Uh, you know, it's. And I was a genius. They got rid of him that year. That's why she listens to Red Bull Ramp people. I know things. The senior team, senior national team. Uh, but I don't see how they keep him. It's, you know, Kenny Cooper is so expensive. So you, you know, he's got to play a role on this team. Um, I mean, yeah, there's issues right now. But Oh, man, I love the idea of Kenny Cooper being expensive. I mean, he had a great season that year. There's no question about that. But 
It's he yeah, it, it, it sounds like in retrospect sounds like such an average player, but he is. He's like and uh, we did it on the show. I think maybe this year we we looked at how he's one of the highest goal scorers of all time in MLS. I mean, you just don't think of that with Kenny Cooper. Huh. You know, Henri is. He's probably still going to just be a role player in Arsenal. So, you know, he's probably going to do his little farewell to all, and he'll come back, I think, at the end of February. But, well, I think we're talking about you know, Thierry Henry alone. I think it was that 2012? Agadella, back to yeah, Arsenal? Agadella, I mean, just, his days huh. And to be honest, it's his best move. I mean, he needs to play. And he's just not getting that playing time here in New York. Yeah, observation I've always made with Agadella is he was never mature enough when he played, not just for New York, but also for the men's national team. I mean, if you watch him play, at the at, at majority of time, it seems like he's really selfish on the ball and doesn't look too... It, it's it's funny, this, like, belief in our youth at that time, 2012. It, it's kind of like a microcosm of what just happened in 2018. Like, we thought these guys were going to go to the next level for the U.S. national team, and they just did not do anything. I mean, if Aguadella ever met the expectations he had that he showed in those early years of skill. Uh, do we miss the 2018 World Cup? I'm not so sure. And that kind of goes with uh, Brian Schroeder. Like, he kind of wrote the big article after the loss in Trinidad about how, you know, it's just a lost generation. And Aguadel is one of those pieces for sure. You can think about Breck Shea, Breck Shea being another one. Um, to an extent, Darlington Nagby. Uh, all right for the national team, but that's about it. Oh, man. It's crazy to think about the names. See how that works out. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, it's the only way I see it happening is if he plays right mid or, or if, you know, hey, if Hans Bach is like, hey, let's try 4-3-3, and they play him on the right wing, uh, Henri on the left, and Rodgers and uh, and uh, Cooper switching out in the middle. Now, if, happens. if Bach were to think like that, would it be a 4-3-3, or would it be more like a 4-3-1? Too, where uh, Henri drifts back and plays more of a attacking mid type role, like he did at the end of the year, and trying to create the offense for Rogers and Cooper. I, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. You know, it's because uh, I mean, that's certainly. I mean, the way I don't know what the hell I'm talking about in this part. Bad idea, trying to play him an attacking mid role. Um, you know, you know, as it is now. I mean, I, you know, I'd like to see them try four three three again, but that's if I wanted to four three three. Cool. Actually plays a role in the future, uh, you know, and, and you know, right now. I'm trying to remember with the starting lineup. Is, you know, Henri must have been the other four. I think it was straight four four two, right? I think there was nothing, nothing changed for that in Hambacher's uh, time. Basically, work his way up to being a force for the 2014 World Cup. I mean, the one good thing would be that if he does stay, I just said something I missed. Oh, I think. Agudelo. I think I predicted Agudelo would be a part of the 2014 World Cup team. I was wrong. Agudelo during any actual match. So, anyway, looking at the pitch right now, that would not be an issue. Last bit of player news we have for today, uh, Super Draft, uh, where the Red Bulls did not have a first-round pick this year. So they had the 31st overall. Now, let's see how useless the 2012 Super Draft was for us. This year was a goalkeeper. A goalkeeper? Oh, I know who this is. <laughs> Goalkeeper's name is Ryan Marrow. Ryan, okay. Stands six foot four inches tall. That is when we got Ryan Marrow, who probably would have been the starting goalkeeper if he never got hurt. And recorded thirty-one shutouts. 
He was the 2011 Atlantic 10. Let's see what my genius explanation for this guy was. All-Atlantic 10 Conference first team. And he actually was the 2010 PTL goalkeeper. That season... 2011 was the Frank Ross year, so we were in need of a goalkeeper. Mayor took over not long after that. Well, I mean, right now he's our starting goalkeeper, isn't he? <laughs> there you go. I said he's the starter. You know, uh, I mean, they need a keeper. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it's, it's. I watched this highlight reel on that was provided by MLS. You know, MLSsoccer.com. It's, it's nothing. You know, nothing to write home about. It's, uh, it's all right. You know, it, it's. Hopefully, he can grow into something. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, he's a stud. Joe Tedesco started. I called him all right. And I hope he can grow inside. And I think he has. I think he'd be a starter if it wasn't for Luis Robles, who we, I believe we got later that year. After Bill Garnier? Was that his name? He got hurt, and they brought in Robles. With overseas experience. There's some speculation who's that who that is. Uh, oh. I know Frank Giassian, Star Ledger, uh, at the Star Ledger, he thinks it's going to be Brad Guzan. Um, oh, wow. So there was talk of Guzan coming to the Red Bulls. You know, Frank, the whole point of keeping Frank Ross is to mentor the young American. Brad Guzan does not need to be mentored. I think, if I recall, I said Dom Cervelli was going to come back. He played for Celtic. He was on their bench. So, I mean, it would make sense for him to come to MLS, but if Frank Ross is still in the picture, it, I don't so, the, so this is when the rumors of Ruvula started. Yep. There's my Dom Cervelli. Uh, but I remember this, like, as we've said in years past, like, that the Rebels tried to get Luis, so Luis Robles was that rumored keeper, and they just didn't get him until later in the season. Pyramid, it's pretty much Glasgow and Celtic, and then everybody else in the Scottish Premier League is nothing to write home about, and then anything below that is, you know, less than MLS. So, I mean, it's like, if that's what Dom Servi's playing. Dom Servi. What the hell did he ever end up doing? Let's see, Dom Servi. You know, and then uh, become the Red Bulls keeper of the future. So, uh, my so, I mean, that, future like, Red Bulls keeper, Dom Servi, played with Celtic till through, and then he went, played with Celtic till 2012, uh, went on loan to Greenock Morton in Scotland, yeah, I mean, and then he was out of soccer after 2012. So, again, genius. especially since somehow injured himself on a plane flight last year. Still not really sure how that could happen, but that's. That was just how... Jay dropping the infamous Ross getting hurt on a plane. Find somebody, whether it's uh, this mayor who they drafted or somebody else that could fill in the, the spot. Assuming Ross does not come back and forth. Because if Ross comes back, there's no way they're not going to play. It's funny. Ross, we dadded Mara so much and he had a hell of a season until so he got hurt. It's pretty crazy. Goes to show you quite an analysis you get on the Red Bull win and how it's always spot on. Like the Hall situation in Houston last year where, you know, nobody realized who he was. He came back from Europe where he didn't play much, and, uh, and he lit it up. I mean, Tally Hall was a revelation for the Dynamo. So, I mean, if the Red Bulls are lucky, Dom Servi is... Uh, what ever happened to Tally Hall? They're Tally Hall this year. faded away pretty quickly after that. MLS schedule, which was released, I believe, was uh, a week ago. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was about a week ago, yeah. yeah. So, I'm pretty sure most of you have seen it by now. Uh, the new schedule works around FIFA dates and the Olympics. Uh, obviously, this year is the new unbalanced schedule with the addition of Montreal. So, Red Bull was unlucky enough that 
Montreal's first season with Jesse Marsh as their head coach. <laughs> Only I-95 rivals. <laughs> they got uh, two games at Philadelphia, uh, both of which happen on Sundays. Uh, first one's May 13th. I'm sorry, second one's Saturday, which is October 27th. But both those games in Philadelphia start at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, which I think is going to be a it shouldn't be that tough for supporters. I'm pretty sure they'll be up for it no matter what. But a schedule tough. I'm kind of sure this show is going to drag at this point. Because even today, I don't give a shit about schedule talk. If I'm not mistaken, on weeknights. But yeah, now that 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 should be a nice finale. One thirty, Philadelphia. Uh, you know, as long as the team's still in it by the end, you know, it's it. it uh, that should be a good one. You know. I'm looking forward to that one. I was looking forward to the Philadelphia finale. Little I know, Philly would never actually raise themselves to the level of the rival that I thought they were going to be. Total trash over these years, for sure. Find out. Yeah. And the second away trip to DC is August 29th, which is the Wednesday night game. Yeah, it's it's almost like the the league is trying to take pity on the. On DC, and like, oh no, don't let those Red Bull fans come down and uh, try and run the stadium. <laughs> but really get a chance anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I made a joke. I don't even know what. It, I don't even get it. I dislike about the schedule. I mean, obviously, two away at DC, two away at Philly, two away at New England is not good for a New York team that struggled last year on the road. But the big one that I see is uh, the Red Bulls will be playing in Vancouver on June 20th, which is a Wednesday night. At 11 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> and my first thought when I saw that on the schedule is, do they not want the East Coast to watch this game? Is that in those... Now, granted, last year... Let's see. I the Red Bulls had a game Jay and I get in a schedule fight already. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Much better than 11. Yeah. But at least 10 o'clock didn't, for the most part, take him into the next day. No, it just seems like I'm going to let Jay run with this. All right. Unless you're a I mean, we've all heard over the years that when Jay complains about West Coast games, I say, hey, look, it's a West Coast game. What do you expect? You know? With Match Day Live, is I'm actually able to watch the Red Bull on Match Day Live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not going to want to necessarily stay up for that game. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to wonder sometimes about these decisions. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, Vancouver's not. I know they did this last year. I forget exactly. You know, they did this last year with LA, where they put on national television against LA, which obviously that's a premier match if you want the league, you want people to watch. And uh, I know they put it on really, really late, basically kind of marginalizing the East Coast uh, audience. I, I, guess, I guess the one – I mean, you, you know, you got to expect at least one or two of these games. And, and you know, as long as they're not doing – Logical as always. Which would be silly. I mean, in this case, it's Vancouver. Vancouver's – you know, they're interesting because they're still new, but, you know, they've got a rabid fan base. But it's not going to – you know, you're not going to get noticed by the – you know the common fan. No one's gonna be. No one's gonna. No. No one who wants to check out MLS soccer is gonna be like, "Oh, Vancouver, New York. Let me watch that one." So, if they're gonna choose a game to put on 11 p.m. on a weekday night, it, it might as well be a Vancouver, you know, or you know, or, or like a Shivas, Shivas USA, something like that. Like non Oh, so it, we just had a Shivas USA drop. You know, I think they made a better, this better is an old show. Say, like, Very old. Dang. Like you know, it still stinks for those of us who really want to watch the game, but, you know, it's it's understandable that they did it a little bit. 
Yeah, and I understand there's travel considerations. I wonder what point of the season 2012 that was, because if I was employed, <laughs> there's no way I watched it in the time, but I was laid off in January, July. This was the season of the 1 o'clock Wednesday day game that I actually went to because I was unemployed for two weeks. Uh, I wonder when that Vancouver game dropped. Hmm. We're looking at the Red Bull schedule, especially the TV. Uh, Red Bulls will have nine games on NBC or NBC Sports this year. Hey, the NBC Sports uh, partnership, that lasted. I got to say, overall, league-wise, I'm glad they put, they're putting so many games on, on NBC. I, I know for most fans, it's probably going to... They're not going to like the idea of... I'm trying to remember, does Jay still like national games? I, I feel like he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't, but he was very happy about that about then. Any fan of Major League Soccer has got to be excited. They've got to be really excited about what's going on. I mean, the <laughs> this league is rising exponentially. I mean, you know, David Beckham came in. Oh, man. Not to be fair, it, it like the league's profile is much better now. But I do think this is a heavy dose of naivete. There's plenty of people rumored to be coming along down down the place. So, I, you know, it's it's going to be – I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see what's going to happen with this league in the next 10 years. It's it, – you know, the, the growth is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, the growth has been good. They feature, uh, but, I mean, our eyes on the sport as much as we had hoped by this point. They're living a, uh, a corner kick. It's, it's – ah. Actually, that was actually the corner against uh, Philly that took us to the playoffs last year. That's right. That Joel Impair. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Joel Impair right, yeah. dropped. Dan Rashford dropped. Master in the air, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, there's a second, another spot released uh, today. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but apparently there's uh, a spot now for NBC Sports with the South Ward. Oh, yeah. Which is I, I'm hoping this. Uh, it's the first thing I'm going to be doing after we're done recording. I want to see that. Yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah, they're doing the uh, the I believe, you know, I believe, you know, they're doing that chant. So it's pretty. It's yeah, no, it's very cool. This is the longest MLS schedule yet. Yes, the season, for, at least for New York, starts March 11th, and MLS Cup is December 1st. Well, so nice. the December Cup started then. I love it. They are now over. You know, that's one thing that so. Klinsman was uh, harping on that the MLS season needs to be uh, longer. So, I mean, you know, it only benefits, I mean, since the MLS was initially conceived to foster, you know, U.S. national players. So, I mean, yeah, this is a, a good thing. You know, they, they need as little time off as possible. They need to be playing soccer as much as possible. It's funny, we're still bitching about the league for the same reasons. Although, to be fair, I mean, what, there's, so, so the season just ended. I mean, the season ended for a lot of teams in October. Okay, I get that. And so that's... Five months off. But you figure your best players are on the playoff team, so, you know, it's, they are only getting like four months. I guess it's still, I mean, Premier League is made you know. Again, we still want our U.S. players to be overseas as much as possible. For the same length of it next year. And take the chunk of training camps start, I think it's the 22nd, at least for New York is when it starts, or at least somewhere around there. The last week of January. Yeah. Especially players report. You've been mm-hmm. at like eight, uh, seven or eight weeks off total. Right. Between the between MLS Cup and the start of training camp. Mm-hmm. Which is, like you said, what Clinton wanted. He wanted less time off. He wanted players to play more year round. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, players have to have some time off. It was nice that you can't have them keep playing 12, 
Pokemon right. trades. It's not going to work. Riveting episode, let me tell you. But look at this. I don't know who listened to this when it first came out, but God bless you. This year, New York will have no more than five matches in one month. They have five in May. It's amazing to think we recorded an hour and a half worth of content that we del- we deleted an hour to get it down to this half hour show. Because now you think we're probably gonna do a show in like the next two weeks. It will not go an hour and a half, and with three hosts, no way. and that including that wasn't including the Emirates Cup. I don't have anything else that I want to bring up. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to discuss? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's it for me. Yeah, I think I've uh, exhausted myself from what I can say. <laughs> so the website is Red Bull Rant, that's all one word, dot wordpress.com. I don't think we have that website anymore. Let's see, Red Bull Rant dot wordpress.com. I'm going to look it up right now. We'll also have stories on there by myself, Pat, Oh, man, look at that. But the last episode that we put on there was Grubbin episode 75, Lean on TT, Jason, Pat, and Truman sit down with Dan Dickinson to talk to an FC match and preview the FC Dallas match. So, um, that's an old sentence. Uh, don't go there anymore. And uh, if we can ever get a prize of some sort... Uh, we'll try and do that, but you know, at the same time, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would just love to scream their brains out. And uh, well, you know, it's got to be intelligible. I'm sorry, I should probably. Yeah, it's got to be intelligent. Yeah, we threw that out a long time ago. A long time ago. We did give a prize out once. We gave a prize out to somebody who put posed in front of the Rocky statue in Philadelphia with a Red Bull scarf. I forgot what it was. Maybe a twenty-five dollar gift card to MLS Soccer Shop. All right, then we'll put two, but uh, I think it's just going to be yeah. the best one, yeah. Okay. And to start, we're going to do... Maybe we'll do a prize this year. I don't know. But for what? Uh, we're going to try... At least I'm going to try to set up a phone number call-in, so if you want to rant... And Jay did send up a phone number. 973 973 539 I already forgot it. They talk either too fast or too low. Something that you just... Can't understand what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that goes back to the intelligible thing. And while we're not going to be a censored show, I would say try to. That's funny. We're announcing we're an uncensored show, but I don't think we said a single f bomb in this episode. F f f f f. You know. We won't air something that says f f f f Now we will. Plan on cursing, but we won't be censoring ourselves for the most part. But if you start dropping. We don't plan on cursing. Oh my god, we plan on cursing now all the time. Especially Jay. Jay forces an F-bomb like every episode. Me, I just have to be angry. Trust me, pay attention to the next episode. You're probably going to hear some F-bombs from me. There's no question about that. And we're also on Twitter at uh, Red Bull Rant. I know it's a lot, a lot of the same stuff, but it makes it easy to remember. So. I wonder what the first tweet was. I'm going to look that up. Oh wait, that's going to take forever. Fuck that. <laughs> Right, so scrolling through that you shit. Want, you can also follow uh, Patrick and myself uh, on Twitter. Call me uh, Patrick. We can show you, like, Jay and I barely knew each other when we did this. We're now good, we're now good friends, I'd say. I like Jay. S-T-O-O-G-E. And Pat can be found at at P-Mac-M-A-C-D-82. 
It's actually good that he point out the Mac. People always think it's Mick. It's probably good that Jay actually pronounced my name correctly. Giants tweets and uh, but now yeah now that the season's starting to pick up, uh, I'll probably get back doing some writing and uh, or the off season I should say is picking up. I'll get some. Yeah, New York Giants tweets. That would make sense because this was the last Super Bowl. So we were at this point in the middle of the Giants playoff run for their next second Super Bowl in the two thousands. And I was happy back then. I was dating somebody. It was so nice. She was cool. And then I kicked her to the curb because I'm an idiot. All right, so for myself and uh, Patrick McDonald, thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of the Red Bull Rant, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Oof. Terrible sign-off. Lates is way better. Way better. All right, well, that's my little commentary of the very first episode of the Red Bull Rant. If you watch this, God bless you. Um, you know, uh, we will be back soon. We'll certainly recap the draft, uh, recap the non-signings that have happened, uh, and look at the sales and maybe future sales that we are all hoping don't happen. Uh, so thank you. If you watch this, awesome. We'll see you in a few weeks.